Hello and welcome to or welcome back to a runner's life podcast. I'm the host Marcus Brown. I've gone from a 455 marathon down to running a sub three hour marathon. The idea of this podcast is to explore what a runner's life is by speaking to runners and experts to learn from their experiences and to expand on our own boundaries of what a runner's life could represent. If you want to get updates on the podcast or want to see what I'm up to, follow me on Instagram at a runner's life underscore podcast and at the marathon Marcus, all one word. If you find value in the show, please subscribe and share it with your community and leave a rating on your podcast platform that you use as it helps the podcast grow. If you want to support my work directly, you can become a member on Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash a runner's life. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's head to the conversation. Today's runner is based in Baltimore. She's run 11 half marathons and 11 marathons, so even Stevens, and recently ran a 255 in Chicago. I'm super inspired by the work that she does and her profile on Instagram. Carly, welcome to A Runner's Life podcast. Hey, Marcus. Thanks so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. I'm really excited to talk to you, especially on a, a crucial day of the US election. So we've just got the results. <laughs> yes, <laughs> very crucial. There is hope for our country. <laughs> yes, I think I've grown like a full on like dreadlocks, afro, just massive beards in the period of time waiting for the results to come through. I'm hoping I can finally get some sleep tonight because it's been a sleepless week. Oh my gosh, it's been crazy, isn't it? It has been. It's been wild. But we've got some certainty, so now we can kind of move forward and, do you know what I mean, now move on with our lives, hopefully. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's the plan. So what is one important skill that you think everyone should have? I would say empathy, um, which is the ability to understand and show the feelings of others because you never know what someone else is going through. They could seem, you know, totally okay on the outside and then on the inside they could be full of turmoil you don't know what their family life is like you don't know what issues they're dealing with and I think this uh this election and politics is brought out of side in people that we're, we're not trying to understand where other people are coming from so I think empathy is a good skill for people to embrace I agree with you I think like you said you just don't know what people are going through on the surface and you might think something but you always have to sort of take a step back and check it and be like is that true maybe like you said there's something else going on yeah definitely and, and people are i've gotten good at hiding how they're truly feeling or what's really going on so you can't just judge people by what they're showing you in that moment because it might be not how they actually feel yeah i totally agree with you what is one of your favorite sayings or quotes um let's see i i would say um I, I don't know who said this quote but the one that is she believed she could so she did um that one's always really resonated with me uh just having belief in yourself and knowing that you can do things you can do these hard things you just have to believe in yourself and then you can do it i think belief is a good one especially when like like yourself like you went going for sub three mm-hmm. chicago and for me recently yeah, congrats on that. Yeah, I know. I mean, did you have the belief going into it? I mean, what did that look like for you? Uh, so I doubted myself for a while, and I wasn't sure I'd be able to do it. 
Uh, but I remember waking up on the day before the race. I'm like, I was thinking like, okay, maybe this is a possibility. And the morning of the race, I just, I just knew it was going to happen. Um, yeah. It was, it was very strange because normally I'm all crazy and jittery and, you know, all worked up race morning. And I just, I woke up that morning and I, I just, I'm like, this is going to happen. I've got this. Um, it feels like a lifetime ago, <laughs> given all that we've gone through this year, but it was, it was a little over a year ago. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I completely relate to that. Like I've had races before where you're going into it thinking, oh, I'm going to do sub three, but I'm not quite sure. I fully believe that. And like, you've got all the nerves, Yeah. but like you said, even though with the Chicago race, like those nerves were probably still there. They weren't as heightened like before. Like I, I felt the same thing. I felt not arrogant, not cocky, but I just, I just felt in myself that it was going to happen. I couldn't really explain what, where that sort of came from. Maybe the training, I guess as well, that, that obviously plays a part. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I just felt calm. Like, I just like, all right, we got this. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. And it happened. So it's amazing when that, that comes off. It really is. <laughs> it's, yeah. a, it's been a big goal for both of us, I believe, for quite some time. So I'm glad that we both finally achieved our goals. Yeah, and no one could take it away from us, so and that's the the best thing. Exactly. <laughs> even now, even in lockdown with no races. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is the best piece of advice that you've been given? I would say, um, my mom used to always say this to me when I would be worried about what other people were thinking about me or how I was perceived by other people, and she said people are usually too busy worrying about themselves to be concerned with what you're doing or to, to just be yourself. <laughs> I've heard that as well. I think, yeah, I completely agree. I think people tend to think other people are thinking about them way too much when they're yeah, they're really thinking just about them. Thinking about themselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or stuff they've got to do like that, that day or do you know what I mean? And stuff in the past or in the future. It's just, yeah, it, there's a lot going on. And do you listen to music when you run? Sometimes. Um, I really like country music, which a lot of people don't, I don't think, run with listening to country music. Um, so I'll listen to that sometimes, or I'll listen to podcasts or audiobooks. Okay. I don't pay attention to what I'm listening to sometimes. Like, I'll be listening to an audiobook, and I'll be running for an hour and a half, and then I'll think, like... Uh, I have no idea what's happening in this book. I haven't been paying attention at all because my mind is just wandering. Um, but I do like to have some background noise in there. Yeah. But I think that's the thing, though. Like, when you're running, you can get into that zone that you're present, but you're not present at the same time. So yeah. I, mean, I get that as well. Like, people can, like, run past you and say hello or whatever, and you just, like, <laughs> they've gone past you until you just realize that it's happened. <laughs> yeah. And then I feel bad because I'm like, oh, they probably think I'm this mean person because I didn't say hi to them. But really, I was just like, like zoned out, like in my own yeah. head. I totally relate to that. And just going back to the songs, I mean, is there a favorite song that you have whilst running? Um, while running? Yeah. Um, I don't really have a favorite. I really like Luke Combs. Um, I don't know if you've heard of him. <laughs> no, I've not heard of him. <laughs> but he's my favorite country singer, so okay. any of his songs I like. I'm going to have to look him up after this uh, conversation. <laughs> I was supposed to go to his concert this year, but obviously that got cancelled. I was so excited because I had pit tickets, which I were, like I had to really try to get, and then I was like, yay, I can finally get to go see Luke Combs, and then cancelled like everything else. <laughs> oh 
my gosh, yeah, it's just gone crazy, isn't it? And like when it does come back, I mean, what are those concerts going to look like? I, I mean, I, how are you going to? I have no idea what's it, what it's going to look like, or when they're coming back, or anything. <laughs> I remember seeing something random. Like I remember seeing a throwback to do you know the band Rage, Rage Against the Machine. Mm-hmm. They played in Frisbee Park in London a couple yeah. of years ago, and I went to see that. I was just looking at the mosh pit. I was just like, I remember being in that mosh pit, and I'm thinking, <laughs> how would that work today? <laughs> Can you oh. imagine everyone? <laughs> oh my god i went to warp tour like an anniversary last yeah. year with my husband because he really yeah. likes that kind of music that like yeah. you know like punk type of music um yeah. and there are uh, mosh pits everywhere and, and it was so <laughs> packed like i i can't even watch tv now because whenever i watch tv i'm like i feel like uh this why is this person walking in this grocery store without a mask on it's definitely changed just the way that we we conduct ourselves and we move through the day so mm-hmm. it's definitely gonna have an impact on just things moving forward but we just don't know what it's going to look like really and, w- and we were talking bef- offline about mm-hmm. missing some of the major races and you know like the american majors are, are incredible and it's just it's almost <laughs> you feel nostalgic sort of thinking about that like will they be the same or what will they look like when they do come back yeah i mean it doesn't even feel like that was real like that feels like a lifetime ago <laughs> Yeah, when that was a possibility yeah i mean i just think like say if you ran like new york city marathon mm-hmm. like if you ran that with no crowds that would just be <laughs> so weird wouldn't it it'd be very weird yeah i feel like it would be kind of depressing because part of the draw to doing that marathon is that there's so many people <laughs> yeah exactly i mean you do get you know get the break of the, the, the crowd but it's just it's it's you know pretty consistent throughout but yeah I mean, I you're feeling the, bad. The crowd can really help pull you forward and yeah, be really beneficial. Especially in Central Park as well. And I really like that bit they did, obviously pre-lockdown, where they had that screen uh, where you ran past it and you probably much of you saw it as well. And it, it recognised your bib number. Then you got like messages from back home. Oh, you I, see, don't, like, I don't even remember that. <laughs> you were too in the moment, Carly. You were too focused. <laughs> I might have been zoned out then. <laughs> What a funny thing that happened when I ran New York City last year is yep. um, a, a couple of my friends were watching because they were from New Jersey, so they just took the train and were watching. And she's like so excited to see me, and she's like yelling my name. And I didn't I, like I saw her, but I didn't like it didn't register that that was my friend. So I yeah. I completely ignored her and kept running. She took a picture and it just looks like I'm giving her a dirty look, <laughs> and she's like waving her arms around. <laughs> I used to have to explain to Arthur, like, I, I didn't see you. Honestly, I did not see you. Yeah, like, I, I just didn't register in my head, like, <laughs> that was you. But hopefully she understood, right? And she also didn't take it. I think she understood. We laughed about it later, so I'm, I'm guessing okay. she understood. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, running is important to us and to so many people. But what does the act of running mean to you? So, I, I love doing races. Um, and seeing how hard I can push myself. But one of the really things, one, one of the really beneficial things to me is for my mental health. Uh, when I run, I just, I feel better about everything. It's, it's calming to me. Um, I feel like it cle- helps to clear my head. Um, for me, I need movement because I'm so like on edge all the time and I have a lot of anxiety. So running really helps, you know, bring some of that out. Uh, I also feel like it's my me time. It's my, I, I'm a total introvert, so I, I crave my time alone. Like I like to be social and be with other people, but 
I really cherish time alone. So I, when I'm out running, I, I do like to run in groups too, but a lot of times I run alone just because it's, it's my time to just be with myself, be with my thoughts. Yeah, I can relate to that. I know you talk about being an introvert, but I can imagine I'm probably putting words in my mouth like a confident introvert, so you can hold your own with other people. But you like, I like you like having your own space, and I can relate to that as well. Yeah, I like to be around other people, but I need to be by myself for a bit to recharge. Yeah, uh, my husband's the total opposite. He's he's extrovert one hundred percent, and he needs to be around people all the time. So I have to often like somehow we we connect like opposites attract i guess um but i'll I'll, if i have too much social interaction i have to like take a step back and and be like all right you go hang out with people i just need a minute to just recharge (laughs) yeah i can relate to i think yeah opposites do make each other whole type thing so because i think sometimes if i was married to like the version of like exact version of me i mean that would be like a really weird marriage i just i don't know it would work I, I, well if that happened to me we would both never do anything so <laughs> we just sit at home all day i know like well who's running well we're both running <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's like sunday mornings okay yeah we'll see you see you when you see you okay yeah. <laughs> so it's good to have like you know the opposite to you know what i mean uh to sort of complement the parts that we we have as well and vice versa uh, what what made you get into running? I got into running through a bet from a friend. Oh really? And uh, yeah, I didn't run at school or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I was not into like long distance runners. Like, why would you do it? <laughs> I I uh, used to think the same. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, why? And then I trained for it, and training was really hard. So I didn't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But when I did the the ten k, I really enjoyed it. I couldn't tell you what time I ran because I didn't have a watch. Yeah. But I, like the sense of just achievement and freedom I got from it like mm-hmm. no one could take it back from me if that makes sense and then yeah. from there it kind of snowballed yeah once it hits you you're you're like this is amazing <laughs> yeah yeah I mean now it's you know running is important and I imagine it's the same for you, you I think once you sort of go through you know those really I don't know those ugly periods I mean the ugly periods I guess are always there through training anyways but yeah you know when you sort of come through that and then you you know you have some successes and you know you just learn to sort of see that like the highs and lows are I mean, you see them equally, do you know what I mean? They, they just make the picture what it is. Yeah, I mean, the highs and lows are always going to be there. Um, just, it's part it's of what makes it special. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And 2020 has been really challenging for everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've spoken about the races, like we were reminiscing about some of the majors, which are not occurring at the moment. And when they do, what they're going to look like. But how have you sort of found the challenges of... Uh, training and and racing i know you did a half which we'll get into but just what's training a bit like for this year uh it, it's been a lot of ups and downs for me training wise uh, once everything locked down i just felt so much it, it was just so much uncertainty and and i didn't know what was happening and no one knew what was going on um and physically i was fine mentally i took a nosedive uh, my mental health is already a bit fragile as it is but just, just everything that was going on, I just, I, I, I panicked and I, I, running wasn't even enjoyable to me anymore because a big part of that was our, we, so in Baltimore, we have these pretty epic neighborhood uh, Facebook groups and yeah. they're usually pretty entertaining um, they're, cause there's so much drama going on. 
But for a while, people just hated runners. <laughs> they thought we were just huffing and puffing COVID everywhere. People would say on there, if I see someone running, I'm going to trip them. So I would get so much anxiety about going out for a run because I'm like, everyone hates me. Like they think I have COVID. I'm just huffing and puffing it everywhere. Um, but, you know, I was able to pull myself out of that hole eventually. And, and now I feel like I'm, I'm getting into a better place. And, and running really does help me. Like it was, it was so strange because running helps clear my head and helps keep me calm mentally. But I, I couldn't even like, I knew something was way off with me because I, I wasn't even enjoying running at the time. That's a really good point actually about, you know, just, you know, just the enjoyment really. And I want to go back to that, but I just want to step mm -hmm. back a couple of things. Cause it made me laugh at you, you talking about other people's reactions because I get the same thing. <laughs> it's like you run past someone and it's, they, I think they've got this imaginary sort of like, you've got this COVID wave following you. <laughs> yeah. thing, And it's like, most of my runs are quite easy anyway, so I'm not a heavy breather. Yeah, and I'm my heart rate's quite low. as heavy as someone, like, is walking really hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, if you stopped running, I mean, you'd have a, you could have a normal conversation without yeah. being, like, out of breath. And it's just, like, people think you're just carrying this, like, this breath all over them. Like, I'm not breathing directly in your face. <laughs> You'll be fine. And, like, we, I live in a city, and it, it, the fortunate thing about that is there are a lot of people, and you don't own the space outside. So yeah. it, it was tough because people would just take up the whole sidewalk or the whole promenade and they wouldn't move out of the way so yeah. either me get too close to them and they get mad at me or me jump into the street into oncoming traffic so like i don't know what to do <laughs> yeah you can't wait can you because like you say you sometimes you try and get into the street but then like is it safe yeah and then obviously people need to kind of accommodate each other really so it's just it's a lot of fear really that's come through and it's really unfortunate that that impacts everyone else and you know people put their fears on other people but ultimately you know we're all just trying to do our best and i think we're all trying to be respectful of each other you know we're not trying to jump in people's backs and breathe in their face yeah <laughs> so. like no one wants to do that don't yeah. no chat i like people just need like some people just need to exercise and i, I don't know yeah i totally agree and talking about the other part we talked about mental health and a lot of people can relate to this i mean I think for me, just the uncertainty for the year was really difficult. Like I had the London Marathon and I remember I had one training session that I really sort of struggled with because I just thought, what is the point? What am I doing this for? The race is not going to happen. Yeah. And I just was just like, my head wasn't in it. Do you know, sometimes you're doing a training session, mm -hmm. you, you won't be prepared to suffer. Suffer's not the right word, but just go into the world. And I just wasn't mm -hmm. prepared to go into the world. I was just like, no, <laughs> I'm out. So I stopped it and I remember speaking to my coach and having a that session off and, you know, have some time and then you come back to it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, I mean, I can relate to that. But can you sort of talk us through like what that was like and sort of how you kind of work through those difficult moments to kind of find some enjoyment of running again? Yeah. I mean, I was in the middle of training for um, Boston and then I was, I was planning on doing Boston for just fun because it's the Boston Marathon and then I was going to do a marathon in Buffalo in May and I was in really great shape. My runs were all going well and then everything shut down and it, it seemed to happen so quickly and yeah, I just stopped. I'm like, yeah, what am I doing this for? Like, <laughs> everything's getting canceled. Like I have no idea what's going on. Um, and I just, my anxiety was through the roof and I was already working from home as it is. 
but and and I like to be home. Like I don't really like doing that much stuff, but just not having the option, I it just I couldn't handle it. <laughs> yeah. Um so I would just and I would so I'd be working from home all day and then I'm like scared to go outside because I don't want people to be mad at me and then I don't want to like you know, I just everyone around me was like freaking out, so it made me freak out. Yeah, and I think that's the thing, though. There's so much fear out there that it's really mm-hmm. that, that uncertainty kind of seeps into our subconscious and then our conscious behavior, and and it's just trying to, one hand, be responsible, but then not be too fearful. I sort of think of the way, like when we're running, it's like something could happen like you like you think you're gonna hit the wall or something or yeah. you have a, an irrational fear and i think well until it actually happens then it's it hasn't happened so just deal with what you are what you're dealing with in the moment i just try, I try to bring those lessons from running into life really especially like now yeah i do too and and the thing is like so being like just you know at home all the time it really, I was, I, you know, I, I've, I've always had issues. There's always been mental health issues that I, my family has dealt with. That's just the way it is. Yeah. Um, and I, I thought I was okay, but just being by myself all the time made me realize I wasn't okay. And it was making all these things way more apparent to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, running helps a lot, but it, it led me to actually reaching out to psychiatrists and, and seeking help because these things weren't going away and it was just, I was just like festering and <laughs> in my thoughts and um, I have OCD. So I was, I was like doing all these rituals <laughs> and it was just like, I, I felt like I, ha- I had no control over even myself. <laughs> but it seems like you did the right thing though. You, you, you had that time to sort of face yourself and those things and not to say those things ever go away, but it yeah. seems like you gave yourself some time to be like, okay, this is happening and now let's try and make the best next step and deal with it. Yeah, I mean, they were things that probably needed to be faced anyway. Um, and and I, I I hate reaching out for help, but I got to the point where I'm like, I, I need help. <laughs> and I think a lot of us, that's, you know, it's it's been happening to a lot of people. So. Yeah, and I think a lot of people listening to this hopefully can relate to that mm-hmm. and just know that it's not just them going through that and, you know, the, just the, the need to kind of want to do things ourselves and, you know, I can relate to that as well. I think before I got my coach, actually, I was mm-hmm. sort of, I know it's a different topic, but yeah. I was sort of thinking like, I'm going to do it myself. I know yeah. what I'm doing, <laughs> but no, I don't. <laughs> I feel like that too, because when I first started, I was doing it myself and I like had no idea what I was doing <laughs> and I would make my like, stre- uh, like speed work stuff like way too easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll just try to like replicate it based on like the cycles and it's just like, Mm-hmm. it's not the way it works is like even i find like even the sessions that i'm doing now are different to the ones that i was doing a couple of years ago yeah and like as a new runner i improved quickly but then at that you know that's just because you're new to running and your body's getting used to it so you improve like very quickly at first and then you hit a point where you're not really improving and I, i'm not trained as a coach so I, I had no idea what to do <laughs> like yeah. well i'm keep repeating the things that worked for me in the past and they're not working anymore so what do i do <laughs> yeah and it's great to sort of speak to a coach and just learn a little bit more and just take it to that next level really so it seems yeah. like that's i mean we're doing that now but obviously we're in, we're in like a holding pattern out where we're kind of circling waiting to to land almost but i know you had a, a half marathon recently mm-hmm. how did that go for you 
Yeah, I had one this morning. Um, I saw that there was an in-person one about an hour and a half from where I live. Uh, and I, I signed up for it. There was a wait list, but I ended up getting in. Um, I, and I had, this is the first race I've, I mean, I did the virtual Boston Marathon, but I didn't like go super hard. This is the first race I've done this year and I forgot <laughs> how hard it is. <laughs> a couple of miles in, I was like, whew, this is brutal. <laughs> How am I going to get through this? Um, obviously, I was—I didn't PR. I didn't even get close. But that's where I am right now. And it's just just being out there in a race. Like it felt weird, but it also felt comfortable. <laughs> yeah, it's like an old friend, but it's still yeah. like a different a different friend. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, a glimpse into what we used to have. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like it's so strange when you you talk about like the starts as well, because I know we've spoken about this offline. Like you had the starts of six and then you all go off and like waves, but then you're not really running together. So it feels like it's like a, a sort of time trial, really, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, it was it was a small race it is, as it is because they were trying to not have too many people. Um, and we yeah, we were starting groups of six. I was by myself basically the entire time. Um, and, and that was tough because I, you know, it's like I normally run by myself on training runs. But in a race, it's a whole different ball game. I mean, you're not feeling great. You want someone else there to like help pull you along, and it's just like me and in the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It does feel like uh, it feels like a training run, but just with a a, a bib almost. <laughs> oh, and a lot of pain. <laughs> yeah. <exactly. laughs> yeah. We're sort of getting back into it, isn't it? I guess like sometimes like having the crowd as well does pull you along doesn't it that energy from the crowds yeah i mean that there was I mean, we were kind of pretty much on like the side of a highway so <laughs> there was definitely no crowd and every time a big truck would drive past i'd get this huge like wind. wind smacking me in the face <laughs> like do i really want to go back to racing do i really enjoy this <laughs> oh my gosh yeah it does make us question it i mean like if you were like racing this year as your first experience you would be like no nah, i'm out <laughs> yeah <laughs> be like no 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 wait it does get better seriously <laughs> hopefully <laughs> fingers crossed <laughs> what are you doing now since you've got your big sub three yeah so similar type thing to you like the race i think was interesting it wasn't it was like no crowds it was just like looped course but i'm glad that it's done i think i'm still gonna you know keep training for the marathon i'm trying to my current goal is to get like a, a london championship place mm -hmm. that'd be awesome yeah, so I'm just, I'm, I'm back training and I'm just focusing on the next marathon. So I'm, I'm going to, the marathon I ran, which was in Dory Lake, I'm going to be doing that again next year. So in April, well, hopefully it happens. And then yeah. I've got London in October. Those are my two races and I'm out. How about yourself? You've got any marathons planned for next year? I'm signed up for a marathon in um, Louisiana in January. I, I don't know if it's going to happen or not. I was signed up for Houston, but that got canceled. Um, so we'll see if this one happens in January. If that doesn't happen, then who knows? <laughs> Do you reckon you'll go for Boston again? I think, was that in, it's going to be in October, isn't it? October, around that sort of time? I they think, said or... fall. Right now they're saying sometime in fall 2021. Yeah. I mean, yeah, of course. I love the Boston Marathon. It's always been very special to me. I went to college in Boston, um, so I always loved the Boston Marathon so much so if it's happening I'll be there 
obviously like this is obviously post like lockdown but would you consider doing any of the other majors like london if you got a chance yes i want to london's so hard to get into <laughs> <laughs> um but i would definitely love to do london and all the majors i've only done the ones in the u.s and i was yeah. hoping to do some of the other ones but i don't know when that's going to be available to me but yeah i definitely want to do all the majors yeah definitely one for the future so it's it's a great race like all the majors so yeah and you know you talked talked about you know getting into running i think you said that you progressed quite quickly so i guess in terms of like running you know it's been a quite a compressed time for you in terms of from the start to now so i'm just sort of thinking you know we do change as people anyways regardless of that time mm -hmm. but i mean what are the reasons that you run today as opposed to say when you started running i feel like i can't go back now <laughs> it's just it, it's part of my routine it's just part of my day it's just something it's doing something for myself that i enjoy because when i wasn't before when i wasn't running and i wasn't doing any exercise i basically sleep in until i had to go to work and then i'd go to work come home and have a few drinks and go to bed i didn't really have any hobbies i didn't really have anything that i was doing for me um, and now that I've found running, I've found something that that's mine that I that I enjoy that, you know, it's just it's it's grown so specially over these past. I think I've been running about five, five and a half years. Um, it's just grown so specially over that that time period. That's amazing. It seems like listening to what you're saying, you still have that joy and that passion. It seems like it's, it's actually grown. It's definitely grown over the years. Um, I mean, this year's been tough, obviously. Uh, I lost that passion for a little bit, but but it's back, and it's it makes me feel more optimistic about life. I think that's such an important point because, like this year, when you hear like you know things about being motivated and stuff like that, I just don't like that word because I just feel like it's so not true. Yeah. I mean, like I'm sure you don't have feel the same. Like sometimes you don't get a bed like whooping to be like, yeah, I can't wait to like do that twenty mile run. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to go. <laughs> run outside for three hours yeah, it's like raining like can't wait to go outside yeah, there freezing. living my best life can't wait yeah this is the life <laughs> so i mean when, you know when you're racing and you're training as well i'm just thinking separately like even when you said you did the, the marathon recent well, obviously about a year or so ago and you're or you're doing sessions and it's like like a key session and you get that sort of voice that comes out that goes stop or or do you think you can do this or whatever that voice may be how do you respond to it i sometimes it's some days it's harder than others sometimes i get you know the ne negative self-talk is just pounding you down you have to be like no no you can do this uh, but some days I, i'm able to push it away i think just say you know a lot of times i trick myself and i'm like oh just just do this for five more minutes just all right, you got that, do it for five more minutes. Um, breaking it up into, you know, little fractions is easier. Yeah, it's funny how that works because like say the first mile or first couple of miles, you feel like this is easy. I could go on forever. <laughs> and then there's at some points you're just like, oh my gosh, the next step, just make it to the next step. <laughs> Why am I doing this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, um, and I have to remind myself, like I've done this before. I can do it again. <laughs> yeah. And the funny thing is, like, say someone's running past you and I think, oh, you, you look like you, you look so strong. And you're like, inside I was dying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, was... I was trying not to fall over. <laughs> yeah. 
I was crying inside, but you know, I was just holding it together. Just didn't see the, the internal tears come out. So yeah, that makes me laugh too. When people are like, "Oh, you look so strong out there," I'm like, "What?" <laughs> and also another funny thing is like people say, well, "What do you think about when you're running?" And it's like when you're doing. Uh, I, I think for like an easy one, I could tell you what I think about, but for like races or sessions, I can't really tell you what was happening. It's like so many thoughts going through my head, and a lot of times. Yeah. I just have to like, I'll like get a couple words stuck in my head and I'll just keep repeating it to myself over and over and over again. Yeah. And if those words end up being negative, then I try to push those out and get something more positive in. Yeah. So that sounds like you've got like mantras and things like that. I mean, does that work for you? I, it does help. Um, okay. Just kind of like, I don't know, just like the repetitive, like, I, just I'll just say like a generic one, like you got this, just saying it over and over and over again is kind of just like, putting one foot in front of the other it's kind of like just that repetitive thinking I don't know it helps me <laughs> do you know what I can totally relate to that because for my marathons what I do is I, tr I try and break the race down say by segments say yeah. with my gels or fueling mm -hmm. and in between those gaps like say like 30, 30 minutes or 25 minutes whatever it is I've got like a mantra or a keyword and it's just like repetition of over and over and over again mm -hmm. i mean it doesn't always go through but you know i mean it's kind of in yeah. the background like you know you're strong i'm strong i've got this i've got this yeah you know, be disciplined so i can totally relate to it because i feel like once you get that process going it mm -hmm. kind of stops not stops but like it it kind of creates a little buffer between the space where you the doubts start coming in yeah you, you, then your mind can start wandering yeah so i mean it's a little bit of a distraction and, and you yeah. can kind of ride that wave for for a while yeah before there's like what are you doing <laughs> why, why are you out here doing this like, I, no. I think that all of like during every race I'm like why am i doing this this is so hard i know and you like trick yourself towards the end you're like i, I won't this again you're like we're almost over you're like okay then afterwards you're like sign me up to the next race yeah like, then you finish and you're then i'm think like wow that was great like why didn't i run harder i should <laughs> exactly <laughs> completely beast yourself but like <laughs> just the, the thoughts of a runner i guess so so what is your favorite running memory um i'm not sure um like like during a race or just like in general it could be anything like i guess in terms of like say achievement or running with a different person or experience I guess when I qualified for Boston, cause, I mean, my dad used to run the Boston Marathon when I was going to school there. And I didn't really understand, you know, marathons. I, I'm like, I just thought these people are nuts. Like, I, I, just, I didn't realize, like, how hard it was to qualify and how much, like, commitment and work you have to put in. And once I started, like, really training, I qualified in my second marathon. Um, and once I put in that really hard work and I qualified and it showed that like if I put in this work I can do these things and and it was such a big accomplishment because it, it's not easy to qualify for Boston and and people that don't know about marathons and about running they don't they don't realize that <laughs> yeah I think something important that you touched upon is once you finish that race it gives you such a confidence so for me I don't know if you can relate to this it kind of almost reveals the strengths in you that you yeah. sometimes don't always appreciate that you've got yeah definitely like yeah you, i like you don't realize like 
I, I can do these. These things are really hard. And most, a lot of people can't do that or they're not willing to put in the time to do that. And like, I, I couldn't believe I dedicated myself to something like that. <laughs> I can imagine once you got your sub three as well, that, that feeling just kind of carried on for quite a while. That one still shocks me. <laughs> even like, I don't even, I could barely run my half marathon today at almost when I ran my, that sub three. <laughs> I still don't know how, I was just, I was just on that day. I still don't even know how I did that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like comparison is like such a dangerous thing because that's the same sort of thing. Like you run like two weeks later, you're running like 200 meters or half a mile. It's like, I couldn't even run. Like, how did I run a marathon at this pace? <laughs> how is that possible? but you're just like you've done it and it's just like you but you know the work that's taken to get you from where you started to to get that time so it's almost like you no one can really take it away from you no yeah it's it's yours like you did that that's all you (laughs) absolutely and I know you spoke about your dad Mm -hmm. being an influence as well because he ran the Boston Marathon as well Mm -hmm. but can you sort of name anyone else that inspires you to run I mean I just I feel like everyone inspires me to run. I see people, even just going on my daily run, seeing people out there just like, just run. It's just, it's so inspiring. Like we're all, you know, we're all in it. Like we're all, the running community is so great. Like everyone, it's so inclusive. Like we're, we're all working toward our own goals. I, I don't like really competing with other people. I'm mostly just competing with myself. Yeah. Um, I will, I like, I just, everyone inspires me. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. I think it's hard to sort of pick one person because I think there's value in everyone's journey mm-hmm. and you respect everyone that's, you know, done the 26.2 regardless of the time, the speed, yeah. because you know you've covered the same ground. And... and I know how hard it is and just the fact that they're able to get themselves out there and they're out there doing it and they're trying, like, that's so inspirational. Yeah. I mean, I love what they do in New York as well, especially for the finishers. I think that's incredible and you know those are the kind of things that you miss especially now yeah (laughs) and I'm sort of thinking like when people look at me on social media they've got like a preconceived idea of who I am and I think sometimes it how so I I think so for example like because my normal job I work in construction Mm -hmm. and I've got kids and my wife and but I never really talk about it so when I look back at my social it just gives like a like one degree of my life if that makes sense yeah people look at it and yeah, they think definitely. oh that's all you do like you, that's yeah. for your job that you just run all the time you yeah. just wear <laughs> different stuff like that is you and I'm sure you must have like people have like preconceived ideas they must uh-huh. think oh it's just Carly doing a, a selfie like that's all she does is just yeah. does she run <laughs> so, but obviously you're doing the work so obviously I, I imagine this is what people may, may think or may not think but from the outside looking in I mean people have like preconceived ideas of you I mean but when you look at yourself in the mirror who do you see sort of looking back at you um I guess I see just someone who's yeah running is just one small part of me and yeah that's what my Instagram has become dedicated to but I yeah I'm a pharmacist I have a full-time job I I'm very close with my family um, I love animals. My dogs are my best friends. <laughs> um, so there's all these different parts of me. Yeah, and, and running is just a small part. Do you run with your dogs? No. One of my dogs, he's a Boston Terrier, and he, he's more of a sprinter. So he okay. just likes to play fetch, and then he gets tired really quickly. And the other dog, she, I don't think she enjoys running. 
she always tries to just stop and sniff everything. And it doesn't seem like either of us are enjoying ourselves, so we just go for walks. <laughs> I love the way it's just like not even subtle. The hint is just like, no. Nope. <laughs> no thanks, mum. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, do you get any sort of like things like that? People like putting their assumptions on you on like social as well, like about what they see. And I mean, how do you kind of deal with that kind of that side of social media? Um. Yeah. I mean, some people are just miserable people, and they just want to be miserable to you. <laughs> I've gotten better. I think Instagram has really helped me to just you know, I'm comfortable with who I am. Um, in my twenties, that was a different story. I was very insecure and very, you know, I was a completely different person, but I like myself so much better in my thirties. So it's going to take a lot for someone to bring me down, um, because I know who I am. I know what my values are. Uh, and if, if people want to, you know, be negative or say, Oh, like you, yeah, you just run all day. Like, do you even have a job? Like, yeah, I have 40, I work 40 hours a week. I have a full-time job. <laughs> yeah. I think you're right. I think a lot of people's things are to do with them rather than, than you. Yeah. And like today I got this comment and it was pretty harsh what they said, Really. but it was, when I looked at the, the account, it was from like a, a private account. Uh-huh. Not a private account, but just like a fake account with like yeah. just a couple like yeah. random photos and a different name. You're like, that's clearly just like uh you know a dummy account for you well, to kind of yeah. write a, whatever you think. And people. but to be honest, like like you're saying, like if I would have read that in my twenties, I would have like hit the roof. I would have been like got on my phone and be like, how do you know what I mean? Like, like giving it back to them. Yeah. But now I'm just like, I know who I am. I'm like, this yeah. is just ridiculous. I almost think of like like you know that meme tweets program. Mm-hmm. You read back, you just like you read yeah. it back, and like this is just ridiculous. Yeah. First off, like who has the time to even like? Why do you care so much about what I'm doing? Why does it bother you so much? Yeah. yeah <laughs> if it exactly. makes you feel better to say mean things to me, say mean things to me, then fine, do it. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. And actually, talking about you see the young, younger selves as well, and obviously where we are now. If you could go back and give your younger self one piece of advice, what would that be? Um, I would just say just keep keep trying, keep pushing forward. Um, don't let little things bother you. <laughs> it's not worth it. <laughs> uh, and I've learned that even just this year, I've learned that so much. Like little things don't matter. What matters is that you're happy, that you're healthy, that you have a good support system. Yeah. I can relate to that like for example like I've got kids and before I'd be quite particular about being tidy yeah. and you've got kids like they just don't care like do you know what I mean this is like I've just now got used to it now not yeah. that I say like I, li- I purposely just don't care and like live in like <laughs> just a perpetual mess no. but before you I won't just be like following them trying to tidy up because it is what it is you tidy up and just let it happen it's just like standing at an ocean right and trying to hold back the tide with your hands yeah. that's what it feels like so yeah. that's no point fighting it <laughs> anyhow enough about me and, and that sort of stuff this is about you <laughs> it's about what all is... of us huh it's about all of us exactly. we're all on our own journey exactly but i think like when we ought to hear each other's experiences mm-hmm. we can sort of definitely relate to certain things like what you're sort of saying like i think so many people can relate to that just like just don't sweat the small stuff and actually it is all small stuff yeah and it's hard to 
it's hard to convince yourself of that in the moment because it seems so huge when it's happening. (laughs) But then later you can reflect on and be like, okay, that was actually not that big of a deal. I like, it's okay. Everything's going to be okay. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, this will define my life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you will get through it. So, you know, tomorrow will come. So what is one non-negotiable behavior habit or even superstition that you do daily? Non-negotiable. I do a lot of random stuff daily. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, there are a lot, but part of that is just because I do rituals that don't make sense. (laughs) I like, I hear like people say they've got to put like a certain shoe on first or like people have processes that they follow through the day yeah I mean like I'm I'm such a stickler to routine so like if something in my routine gets thrown off then it throws me off so like yeah I have like my routine of like getting up you know brushing my teeth putting my contacts in taking my dogs out getting ready to run if like and if I have plans for that day if something throws it off then like I'm just like all over the place (laughs) Yeah, I think like being a runner and do you know what I mean, and even a, like professional yourself, like I think routine and having structure is key. You like, you need yeah. to have processes in place. You can't just be like, let's just see what happens today. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm trying. I'm trying to find a balance, which has always been a struggle for me because sometimes yeah. I'm like such a stickler for my routines and I miss out on other things. Um, yeah. so I'm trying to find the balance. But it's okay to like play from it a little bit it doesn't have to throw your entire day off (laughs) yeah for sure in my running it's it's always been the unexpected lessons that have taught me the most not the highlights what's been the best unexpected lesson that running has taught you I would say that I I'm capable of pushing through uncomfortable situations um I I when I was younger, I, I never really thought of running as being, you know, good for someone overall well-being. Uh, but now I realize that, like, I can apply that to other parts of my life because I can be comfortable being uncomfortable for a period of time and it's okay and I will get through it. And it's amazing when you sort of transfer that, like you said, into other areas of your life that you know yeah. that you can stick with something that's challenging and tough. Yeah, like I can do if if I don't want to do this thing, I I can do it. Like it's I'll get through it. It'll end at some point. I just have to push through. <laughs> yeah, but I guess it's the same for good moments as well. It gives you that balance that you know, good, bad, well, and different moments all kind of come and go. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's always changing, and you have to be okay with that, and you have to accept that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure whether whether we're okay with certain things, but do you know what I mean, it's like you said, you accept it. I think for sure, accept yeah. it quicker than trying to fight it and be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. that's what's happening. It's easier to just do it than not fight it. <laughs> Absolutely, Carly. It's been great talking to you. Uh, where can people follow your journey online? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram. My name is Carly Spat, and I do have a blog that I've been meaning to update. I haven't posted anything to it recently but i'm hoping to do that soon it's uh run your life carly spat.com yeah i think a lot of people feel like that especially the race section <laughs> well yeah 
Just for a while, I'm like, what am I going to blog about? Like, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I thought exactly the same. It's like, what are you doing? Uh, training. Went for another easy run today. <laughs> exactly. Uh, another session, another easy run. <laughs> but um, Carl, it's been great talking to you. I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. and I'm a big fan of the stuff that you're doing and inspired by what you're doing. And hopefully we'll get to see you in, in more races when they, you know, for next year as well and see what happens with the training. So thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm a big fan of yours as well. So it's so great to speak with you. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Runner's Life. If you found value in this episode and you want to support the show, please share with your community, post on your social media channels and encourage them to listen and subscribe. If you want to support my work directly, you can become a member on Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash a runner's life if you want to get updates on the podcast or you want to see what i'm up to you can follow me on instagram at a runner's life underscore podcast and at the marathon markers your time is valuable so thank you for spending your time listening to this episode of a runner's life podcast